Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Home Group Podcast from Journey Church. We are in uh, our second week of our season about influencers. And so my name is Taylor. We're here with Steve. What's up, everyone? And Elliot. Yeah. And Vinay. Hey. Cool. So last week, uh, we started our conversation about influence, uh, kind of what that means as a Christ follower. What does it look like to have influence? How have we seen that in our own lives and like how important that is? as someone who, who does follow Jesus. Yeah, so we, we talked about the, the working definition of the practical word, inf- influencer, which is the ability to persuade a lot of people to buy, do, or use the same thing as you do. And so we, we know we don't sell Jesus, but the purpose of our life is to share him with other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, influence is how you make an impact. Uh, and very key to remember as we go through this series, it's not something you're given, it's something you gain. Yep. And, and that, that's important. It's not, it's not a title. Like you can get a title, you can, go to, you, can go, you can become a master at something or get, get, get a title at a job. doesn't mean you have influence. Influence is gained. And so we started taking a look today in this week, uh, in this, 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 this season, on the five eyes of, of influence. And so uh, first one's really important. Yeah, uh, I think the most important is it's integrity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and so yeah, no, no doubt. I think uh, integrity is like the foundation of of influence because, um, according to Google, oh yeah, yes, oh wow, integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. But I think uh, integrity can kind of look different for all of us, and um, yeah, no, it de- it definitely can. And I think, uh, like like you, I'm a fellow Googler. And uh, the second definition that they have down here is the state of being whole or undivided. And I think that's like one of the biggest things is like you are you're completely sold out on the way that you follow Christ. It's not like a half-hearted thing. Um, there's someone at a church named Kyle, and he'll he'll say like to follow Jesus, you can't be half a gangster. Like you you are you have to be either all in or or all out. And that's how integrity works. It's either you have it and it's there, or you you have zero integrity. Yeah, that's to be, how it works. To be completely the same. It's yeah. uh, I was watching something something today. I thought was. Interesting. I thought it was kind of wild, which is which is why I kind of you know we wanted to define integrity up front because I was I was watching some different stuff earlier to try to get some you know inspiration for our conversation about integrity and and it seemed like everything you know every couple minutes of video I would watch uh, somebody had some wildly different definition of integrity and so I think we all have a different understanding of it in in the world like the world has different understandings of integrity and what that means you know in business and in your personal life and in your family and everything but i think um as christ followers we can like unite around one like common definition of 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 that being wholly the same there's one of the things i was watching was talking about like the uh the the latin root of the word integrity and i don't remember what it was but it's the same thing that goes into the word integer and so anybody who is taking math sounds boring man it is boring (laughs) But anybody no, keep who going, keep going. Like yeah, this. anybody who this took math or remembers anything from that um, remembers an integer is just is a whole is a whole number. Anything aside from that, like anything less than that, is a, is a fraction, right? And so uh, to be to have integrity, you you have to be whole and and entirely the same, which means that you're the same at work and you're the same at home and you're the same at church and you're the same, you know, in in your friend groups and and everywhere else. And I think that it's easy to say that. Um, but it's really actually can be, you know, more difficult to, to apply that in every part of our lives. I think there's situations that we'll all find ourselves in where we'll, uh, we'll like lapse our integrity. You know what I mean? You guys have any examples of those? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, 
uh, one of the things that that I was thinking about when we were getting ready to talk about this, talk through this podcast is like, uh, for me, I found that integrity is where like your your preferences and your, the principles that you're trying to live by end up end up colliding. And one of the things that um, that I got to to realize as we were moving through this, Steve had a had a sermon from way back in the day, like maybe like three, four years ago, um, where he was saying like integrity refuses to live in the gray. And that's like, uh, when, when there's not like a specific rule about something, uh, it can be, it can be kind of hard to make a decision, but you can, you can, you can make, make your decision based on like the actual pr- principles and the, the things that you've been taught, taught by Jesus. So one of the ones for me, it was, uh, do you, do you steal someone else's Netflix account? And that sounds really small. And uh, maybe you were like me at one time. You're like, I would love to steal money from a big corporation and feel like I'm winning. But but the thing is, uh, <laughs> I was actually losing in the grand scheme of things because uh, I was taking my my like literally cousin in law's Netflix. Um, and cousin in law. Yeah, my cousin in law. Uh, Sounds like some Arkansas stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, you're talking tell, my tell, language tell, now. Tell, tell us more about that, <laughs> boy. Down down in the motherland, but. Uh, as small as that sounds, I remember like making that change and like starting to, to realize other areas in my life where I was really like, I was shirking a whole bunch of opportunities to live sold out to Christ, not just like in, in practice or in action, but like in, in thought too. Like it was, it was, it was a big thing. Yeah. Steve, you have, uh, not a very hard opinion on shopping carts, right? You don't really care whether they get put back or not. Yeah, man. I, I think, I think that is integrity. Like yeah. it, integrity is in this, the simple things, things nobody's, nobody's watching. Yeah. I and mean, you're going to hear me use that example over and over and over again. Cause I think it's, I think you're tested in your integrity when no one's watching and no one knows that you, you did it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting like a pat on the back, that's when it's really easy to lose, to lose your integrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and integrity is everything. I, when I was um, younger, I was a really rough teenager to raise and God bless my parents. Again, didn't grow up in a Christ following house, but the famous line that Vinay always says was, I don't care. Who cares? I don't care. My dad would mimic me all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember it was a joke, but one day he kind of just had enough of me saying like, I don't care. Who cares? I didn't care. Way I talked at dinner in front of other people, meaning their friends and stuff. I just... I was authentically me, which was somebody with no integrity as a teenager. Mm. And I remember one time he was like, the fact that you don't care about the, like, I don't even remember what it was, but mm. it was just a small thing. And I'm like, why is he making such a big deal? And he's like, you'll never care about the big things. And I, and yeah. I never, I don't think I even cared what he said then, but growing up it like, and started following Christ. I'm like, you're right. If I don't, figure out and start caring about the small things in my life, then how's God going to bless me in the large things inside my life? Yeah. And that's, that's like one of the, the biggest things I know for me, I'm a innately huge, like a really big picture thinker. So I am innately horrible at details. It's something that I've had to work really hard at uh, over the course of time. But I always thought like, well, I got, I, I got the big things down. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't have some huge moral failure. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. But like the small things that I was talking about, like I like, I wasn't following Christ to my complete ability and actually like actively knowing that. And I was fine with being complacent. And then I realized it's just like the Bible says, like if you can be faithful in, in small things, you'll be faithful with much. It doesn't say if you got the big things covered, I'm sure you can handle the small things and they're fine. It's, it's, it's the other way around. The kingdom of God always seems to work like really, really backwards with our natural thinking. And that's where integrity starts too. And I mean, I think, I I just think that's natural. I think the, the big, you know, we talk about the big picture a lot. I think the big picture is made up of details. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you ever look at a painting, like overall, like, oh, it's cool painting. 
that painting would not be at all as cool without all the like, like specific like brush strokes and the specific colors and the specific places. You know what I mean? Every we'll we'll get caught up in the big picture idea, but every big picture is made up of tons and tons of, of details. And those details are where, you know, it, it's like won or lost. And integrity is, I think integrity is every one of those details. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I think it's interesting you use the the painting uh, example because I actually read a story one time, Michelangelo painted the Sistine Chapel, right? Yeah, and yeah. so uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but it took a really long time and it's really high up there. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. So never You've seen been there? I've I'm been there. I've traveled the world. <laughs> yeah, okay, show off then. Show that, was off, a, then. that was a humble brag right there. Yeah, was, yeah right? So, wow, but, it's really beautiful. And I'm not sure if this is a true... It's true, a true thing, but basically one, one day one of his friends came along and said, man, you're taking, you're taking a really long time on every stroke. Mm -hmm. No one's ever going to see it. To which Michelangelo replied, I I'll know. Like, I, I know, right, right. I know. Yep. And so, like, that's, that's integrity. It's, it's that innate desire for your public and private life to match up, for you to be the same person no matter where you're at, what situation you're in. Yeah. And who's watching? And being able to do those small things is what like actually breeds the people's ability to, to trust you, and that's that's the biggest part of influence. You can't you're not going to follow anyone who you can't trust, and if you're not if you're you're missing out on a whole bunch of stuff, no one's going to want to follow that. Yeah, and I think I think that right there is 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 the like key to why integrity is so important, and it's just as as an you know an, an influencer, which as we've discussed is if you are following Jesus, you should want to influence the people around you. Mm -hmm. Like you should not be content with being saved and waiting for your turn to die and go to heaven. Like as a Christ follower, your goal in life is to influence the people around you to also know and, and love Jesus and, and to follow him. Right. And so if we want to influence the people around us, you only influence the people that trust you and you only build trust by proving that, that you deserve it. And, and mm -hmm. how do you, how do you do that is, is by being, you know, having integrity by being the same all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Consistency. Yeah. Like that's, like we've talked about that before in church. If you go to a restaurant, it's not consistent. Yeah. You won't go back. No. Nope. Like I, a few weeks ago, we drove, I have a breakfast place. I'm not going to name it. <laughs> uh, we know, we know restaurants are hurting right now for, for help and yeah. all those things. But we drove out of our way 25 minutes to this breakfast place that I absolutely religiously go to. And, uh, they, they were closed and it just, the, the sign just said we might open tomorrow. And so it's not like the next day I was like, Oh, we're going to drive back again and try it out. What do we do? Well, I'm, I'm probably not driving back there again because I don't trust yeah. their consistency. Mm -hmm. And that's influence is built through trust and trust is earned through consistency. Mm -hmm. So when you're inconsistent in your life, you automatically lose the ability to tell people about Jesus. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a cool example to talking about that, the, the restaurant and, and that idea, because one thing we, we were talking about it yesterday. Um, one thing that, that kind of came up was this idea that people can like you, but they won't listen to you if you don't have integrity. So right. you can yeah. like that restaurant. I, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, you love that restaurant, but you're not going to keep driving 25 minutes just to go right. see if they are or aren't. Yep. open you know what i mean no matter how much you like it you're not going to like really listen to it. you're not going to depend on it uh if or there's a ton of people you, i yeah. like to be around yes but i would never want to be like yeah that's good <laughs> yeah absolutely and it and, but the truth is the more that you are around them you become like them so yeah. it's like a constant yeah thing that you're battling inside of your head um if you know we say it often here at journey show me your five friends and i'll show you your future and integrity is important. Yeah, because in, honestly, influence like influence goes 
two ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you influence the people around you. You also have to be ready to deal with the influence that they're going to have on you. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why like Jesus spent his time like ministering it and going after the like broken people. Mm-hmm. But he spent like his most of his time with with his people, like building each other up, growing and and not to like hide from from outside influence, but to influence each other positively so that they were more effective in, in what they were doing. You know what I mean? And we'll, we'll miss, we'll mix, uh, we'll mess up that mix. There it is. Um, too often where we'll either spend all of our time around really bad influences talking about, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm influencing them for Jesus. Yeah. I'm, I'm out, I'm out at these bars. I'm not drinking though. I'm just out here like telling people about Jesus because you know, that this is where Jesus would have been. You know what I mean? Which I, I don't know. Or we go the other way and where I'm just, I'm in here in my Bible study every night of the week in home watching Christian Netflix every night because I don't want to be influenced cool. by the world. <laughs> don't want to be cool. But I think, I think it's the mix. I think that the influence goes both ways, but absolutely. If you want to have influence on people and you want people to trust you, it it's from being, you know, you have to be the same, right? Yeah. And the and thing it. about that too, it's it's really easy to to be the same like in public. Like it's really easy to be like, okay, I have I'm sitting in a room with three other people right now. It's really easy for me to to act like a Christian, to to act like a Jesus follower. But what does it look like when I'm on my car ride home and I or like I go home and I'm alone at, at night. I'm not alone. I have a family, but like if I was alone yeah. You know, like what, what does that, what does that look like? Is, is my private life the same exact thing as my, as my public life? Yeah. And I think that's something that we talked about too, is just that, you know, the lack of integrity in private, well, it's always going to show up in, in public. And Steve, you were talking too about the idea of like reputation. Yeah. So like your, your reputation is what people think you are. And so if you look at our world, we spend a ton of time mm-hmm. protecting our reputation mm-hmm. and protecting what people see and, and portraying you protect, you portray, you protect what people think of you portray this, this, and mm-hmm. I'm having this conversation even with my sons right now, because they, you know, if you're a parent, you know, kids can turn it on in public oftentimes. And then the real, the real person comes out in private and trying mm-hmm. to teach them like you might, you might get a, an award or a star at school or a teacher might recognize you for listening to the rules. But if you come home, and you don't pick up your room or you don't treat your sibling a certain way, like eventually your private life and your public life, they intersect. That monster gets out of the closet. And you see that, you see that all the time. Like I, I just saw it this week down at LSU, uh, coach Ed Orgeron. Uh, he, he was this beloved, like down, down home cooking, Baton Rouge, Cajun speaking, just beloved guy, married man a few years ago, winning the national championship, got divorced from his wife, uh, publicly looked great, privately, he was this awful guy, taking pictures with with girls that much younger than him in bed. Uh, An article came out this week because they fired him that he actually hit on one of LSU's like athletic directors or somebody like that, their wife at 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 a, a gas station, she, she was pregnant. He hit on her said, hey, you want to go work out? And she said, I'm pregnant and I'm married. And he said, it doesn't matter. Well, ended up being one of his higher ups yeah. wife that he didn't know. Yeah. And meanwhile, this is costing, costing him his job and his legacy. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what happens. That's, that's why consistency yeah. is so important. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that when you said that yesterday, that, uh, that like struck a chord with me, that idea of, of reputation versus integrity because we we do like reputation is just outward facing and it you know john maxwell 
who's a like a leadership author and guru. He 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 wrote a bunch of books, and one one thing that he said was that image, which is kind of the same thing as reputation. Image is what people think we are, and integrity is what we really are. And so, no matter what kind of reputation we build up mm -hmm. uh, for ourselves and our you know in our job and the church and whatever else, we can have this great reputation. And if we don't have an integrity that backs that up, it's just hollow, and eventually it it, it will crumble. So for for Ed. It, it was, he built up this reputation as this great upstanding guy and his integrity didn't back it up. And eventually it all fell through because like you always say, like what you do in private will find you out in public. Yeah. And that's what he's remembered for. Yeah. He's and a, I, he, he's a one hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, um, we live in a, an area or just in a lifetime where people are put on pedestals. You know, we have Instagram and all these different social media platforms and, you know, sports people, anyone that's kind of like in the public. Now we might not live that life, but as soon as we decide to follow Jesus or get baptized, we put ourselves on, uh, like on a front and to show people that, you know, uh, we follow Jesus, this is what we do. And they're going to hold us to that same standard, um, to be true to our integrity. But the truth is we'll never be perfect people like Jesus. And I think having, uh, that grace, for yourself that yeah. when you have made mistakes and um, and how to kind of fix your integrity or yeah. how do you go back and, and you know, as Christians, you just flipped out at, you know, your son's, um, you know, basketball game or something in front of a bunch of people. Everyone knows you go to church, so they're going to they're gonna be talking about you. How do you fix that? What do you do? Yeah. No, I, I think that's a great question. Like, as a, if you want to live with integrity and like follow Christ and have influence, like we are flawed people. Like mm -hmm. we're we're in a, in a sinful world. We're sinful people. Like saved by grace. How 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 do we deal with making mistakes? Can you make a mistake and still have integrity, or is that all out the window? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think sometimes your integrity is shown through the way you respond to a mistake. So right. mm -hmm. for instance, if you freak out at your kid's game or mm -hmm. whatever goes on, I mean, right. we, we can probably tell funny stories about our, our mistakes, right? And so, mm -hmm. uh, but the way, the way to overcome a mistake is if you conceal it, God can't heal it, right? Mm -hmm. And so instead of concealing it and covering it up and justifying mm -hmm. it and all the other things that is human nature, making excuses, you say, no, I messed up and call the person or, write a letter or an email or just say, Hey, I messed up. I, yeah. I, I, I failed in my attempt to be who I'm supposed to be in Christ, but I also live in the grace of God, which is what everybody, everybody yeah. needs anyways. And that's where that your integrity comes out even in that. Exactly. And that yeah. makes me think about, um, specifically an example from the Bible that Steve, you preached on uh, a couple of Easter's ago, uh, talking about the difference between like Judas and Peter. So like Judas made a really, really big mistake. He betrayed Jesus. And in the Bible, it says like he, he, he changed his mind. And he went back. He tried to give the money back that he got for betraying Jesus, but he just let his guilt and everything consume him, and he killed himself. And then mm -hmm. Peter li right. did literally the same thing. He he denied that he ever knew Jesus. He wasn't he wasn't about any of that. Um, but he let he let literally the transforming power of Jesus like come back into his life, so that the next time he saw Jesus, he literally jumped out of a boat, swam to shore to say hi to Jesus, and just be like oh my gosh, you're here. I, I need, I need this relationship with you. I need you to change my life because I know I, I saw what happens when it's me on my own. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, for sure. So then too, I think the, the, I would say like another step of that question, uh, which I mean, we could probably, we can probably end on this cause I think it's, it's a pretty heavy one, but just that idea that 
what do I do if, if at this point now I'm realizing I have not lived a life of integrity? Right. Like if I realize I don't have integrity to this point, like what I'm, I'm grown, you know what I mean? Like what, what do I do? I don't have influence. I don't have integrity on the people around me. Like, am I a lost cause? Am I, is it too late? Like, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's, what is, what is that like? I think that, um, if you gone, like, I know that even talking about my childhood and like, I was, I was a really awful teenager. And, um, I know that seeing people that I've known when I was younger still look at me as probably that person that outspoken didn't care what, what I said, but probably a lot of insecurity would come out in that, that I do get embarrassed to see people that I like grew up with or whatever. Um, but I think that, uh, having that grace that Jesus has on people to know that he changes them and, and learning about that. And, and even if people don't forgive you, so you have to almost understand that people are going to expect, you know, like if you're my husband who, who has fought with addiction and it took a long time for my family and it was no over and over again, he wasn't allowed to come to the house. No, over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. because he has proved to them time after time that he would get better and be himself and then slip up again. But at the, uh, with consistency of staying yeah. who he was through Christ, eventually after two years, yeah. they accepted him back into their home. Yeah. I, th- I think that's an awesome story and example mm-hmm. because it speaks to other people's reactions mm-hmm. and, and timing. Because a lot of times, like, like Steve's talking about, like you make a mistake, you do something wrong and you just want that forgiveness and that trust right. back immediately, right? You expect it and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like I messed up. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's move on. Right. But for that other person, there's, that still kind of lingers. You know, right. we were talking the other day about like, if you had to walk over a footbridge every day and ev- like every now and then it just fell out and you fell through it. You know what I mean? Like, even if that bridge like works now yeah. every day, how, how many times are you going to walk over it right. without falling through before you really start to trust? Okay. Like I'm not going to fall through this bridge anymore. You know what I mean? And so a, a lot, a lot of it is just doing, start doing the right things now and trust God with the timing for the exactly, rest of it. Yeah. 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 Integrity is built, built over time. Trust is built over mm-hmm. time, lost in a moment. So when you lose yeah. it, you just get back up, you keep doing the right things. Uh, and I'll tell my kids, do the right things. You'll always end up in the right place. Do the right things, end up in the right place. And so you just get up and you just, you just keep going. When you fail, you admit you're wrong yeah. uh, and you keep going. Yeah. It's never too late. It's never too late to start. It's never, you're never too far gone. I mean, it's just the same thing we tell people. Like you're never so far gone that Jesus can't save you. You're never so far gone that Jesus can't use you. It's never too late to start doing the right thing. But, yeah. um, that was awesome guys. Thank you so much. Um, Y'all at home, uh, have a great night uh, of going through your questions and everything. Um, I hope the food was awesome tonight. And Elliot, can you pray for us? Yeah, yeah, I think I think I will. You got awesome. It. Uh, Jesus, thank you so much for this time that we got to spend together. Uh, Lord, we just pray that you bless the rest of the conversation that happens over the course of uh, whenever whenever this group is meeting. Lord, we thank you for the discussion that we got to have today on Mike, and we pray that uh, the, the words that we got to share together would, would inspire other even better conversations that these people have over the course of time. Uh, Jesus, we pray that you bless the rest of the night and bless, bless our weeks. In your name, amen. 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 Awesome. Amen. See you guys. Have a great week.